training camp has started. We're going to go through all the storylines tonight on JetCast. JetCast Nation, welcome to our latest episode. As always, I'm Pat. That's Ray. What is going on, my man? I know we haven't spoken in a while. Training camp just started, and we have a lot to talk about. Um, first off, for me, um, Garrett Wilson tweaked his ankle. <laughs> so I'm always going to start off with the negative. I'm such a uh, pessimistic fan. Yeah, well, you know, it looks like he's going to be fine. That's all I care about. I've seen the play. We actually gave away tickets on our Twitter space uh, a couple days ago. One of our guys that we gave the tickets away, that's one of his videos, I guess, that is going viral about Oh, that's right. He posted, he posted the play, right? Yeah, exactly. But it looks like he's going to be fine. It's just precautionary. I think everybody held their breath. I can only imagine what Miami fans are going through right now. It looks like Ramsey might be out more than half the season. No, potentially. He had, he had a meniscus tear, right? The same um Is that that's not the same with Zach had. Zach had a meniscus meniscus tear and a bone. Yeah, well, at right? first they did they didn't think I I believe how I read it was, and we were talking about it on Twitter today. it was potentially a partial tear, but now it's like fully done. So hmm. he's gonna be out a long time. So them bringing him in, I'm assuming Miami's got to be scouring the block and trade potentials because look at the wide receivers that are in this division. You got Garrett Wilson here. You got Stephen Diggs up in Buffalo who you got to worry about. And I'm sure they thought he was going to be their number one shutdown corner. And, you know, they're going to be without him for some time. And who knows when you get a guy back mid to late season if right. he's going to be the same player not having that camp. So there's a lot of stories going around the NFL. There's guys getting hurt left and right. Luckily, you know, knock on wood, we have been pretty fortunate. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of stories going on in training camp. Number one, Aaron Rodgers seems like he could do no wrong right now. Right, right. He can do, he could do no wrong. Every time the Jets uh, post a new video on Twitter, I'm all, I'm all over it. And now with hard, with hard knocks, we're gonna have a ton of content to go over and react to and review. Um, we have some shots of the hard knocks team. At uh, at camp from the uh, the fans that have been going to to training camp, so yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, is nothing but but good vibes right now. Um, we got Dalvin Cook meeting with the team this weekend, right? He flew yeah. in, and and I'm a little concerned because I feel like he's losing. I know we keep using the term leverage, right? Like who had when you know back when Aaron Rodgers was was. You know, coming, not coming. We talk about leverage with the Packers. Um, Worn out a little bit, right? But but the fact is that he, he's he's going on all these interviews and he is um, talking glowingly about the Jets and clearly he wants to be on the Jets. He talks about um, his main draw was Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like he is his agent must not be happy <laughs> with him saying all these things. What, what do you think? I think he's going to go with whoever pays him the most money. You got a little bit over 10% income tax with Florida, so the Jets are going to have to pay a little extra if they want to get him. You know, they cleared a lot of space. This new Aaron Rodgers contract, you know, gives the Jets about $15 million plus. So if they want him, at the end of the day, they can get him. It's whether or not he's going to accept the one-year contract. You know, 
him leaving the Vikings, he thought he was going to have $35 million coming to him, and that's just not the point. So he's going to try to make it up somewhere. I think at the end of the day, he goes with whoever pays him the most money. He'll say the right thing. He wants to be here. He wants to be in New England. He likes Miami. That's where he's from. At the end of the day, whoever pays him the most, that's where he's going. Because he knows coming here, he's absolutely RB2. Regardless if Brees Hall starts week one or week two, at the end of the day, he's going to be RB2 here. So I don't think like he's saying, I want to be in New York, so I want to start, I want to win, I want to yada yada. It's whoever's going to pay him the most money. That's Yeah, so Dalvin gave up the same amount of money, uh, 30-plus million, that Aaron Rodgers just left on the table uh, to re-sign with us. I, I cannot believe that we're living in a world where our quarterback is Aaron Rodgers and he took less money in a reworked contract to be on our team. It, it, it It's clear that he wants to be here to win, and he wants the team to have the flexibility to bring the players in to help him win. Um, I know we've had Paul Riley on a lot of our spaces and on this podcast, and he said multiple times he did not expect him to take a penny less than what his original contract was. And we were all wrong. I thought that too. We were we were mm-hmm. all wrong. I I could not believe that he actually reworked his contract in such a way that gave the team the flexibility that he that that you know we we need. Yeah, well, and it also speaks volumes. Like, imagine going into that locker room saying that I just took less money because I'm right. here to win. Maybe it sends a message to his teammates. You know, we've seen that leaked. Uh, one Jets drive video earlier today where Quinn and Williams and him are discussing something on the sideline. Supposedly, Lincoln Tomlinson, uh, he was kind of lined up the wrong way. And uh, Quinn he overset. Van- yes, he, he, o- overset. he overset for a pull. Yes, and Quinn Williams noticed it and shot the gap. And he goes, I'll talk to him after practice. And you see Roger say, I'm going to talk to him now. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> right. You know, but it's amazing. Like, when's the last time we can say, like, Quinn and Williams is the top. 10 defender in this league like there's no doubt about it possibly mm-hmm. pr- probably higher than that arguably the third best defensive tackle in the in the nfl so having him there on one side and aaron Rodgers on the other side it's just it's going to show you that veteran to veteran i don't think quinn and williams last year would have felt comfortable going up to zach wilson and telling him hey your alignment aren't setting up right because i'm sure as the quarterback and as experienced as Aaron Rodgers is, he almost takes that personally because right. he is, at the end of the day, he sees where the linemen are lined up. Even though the center kind of sets where guys are supposed to be positioned, at the end of the day, he's the one that's supposed to, you know, s- set everything up. So I'm sure he took that personally. Well, it goes to the nuances of, of the game itself and how much um, linemen, defensive linemen in particular, are looking at how guys are set up and how that changes based on the play and how much they can actually read off of, you know, if a guy has his weight back, if a guy has his weight forward mm-hmm. in his stance, you know, it's, it, it really goes to the knowledge, I think, that, that Quinnen has of the game. So... And um, we also had a hard knocks video of Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner um, oh, going at they're it. They're baiting us. They're baiting oh us. Nobody God. wanted hard knocks, but everybody's the two be of them. In. And I'll quote. I'll I'll quote the video. The the two of them are going to make each other great. They yeah. really, really are. You have the defensive and the offensive rookie of the year practicing practicing against each other every day in practice. It doesn't get much better than that. And you have a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing the ball. I mean. I can't wait to get to camp 
Um, I'm going to get there probably the week of um, August 5th or 6th. I'm not sure which day yet. I cannot wait to sit there in the stands and, and watch these two go at it. Yep, same here. And I'll tell you this. It's like you don't realize how fast the game is until mm-hmm. you saw that shot on Hard Knocks. Like the fact that you're watching – Garrett Wilson, who I almost think gets slighted a little bit. Like, he saw when Maddie came out, he's at 84 rating, and Sauce is way higher because everybody thinks Sauce is such a better player. But I never realized how quick Garrett Wilson is. His hit placement is ridiculous. You and saw that's it on that, that. You saw it on that touchdown pass in week two against the Browns. It was a yep. fade. It was a fade that Flacco threw him, and he just had the defensive back just all twisted up just from the get go. It was a great yep. play. Um, you guys can look it up on YouTube. It was it was his first. I think it was his first touchdown. Um, and yeah, he's he is insanely quick. Yeah, and that, you know it's just it's amazing how young we are and. You know, it speaks also to when we look at the defensive line, when, uh, you know, it's one thing I wanted to address in this video. You have guys like Carl Lawson and JFM who are the veterans. I really, truly think from watching a lot of video at camp, from talking to people that are there, you know, Will McDonald is standing out. Mm-hmm. He was going one-on-ones with Mackay Becton, and Mackay Becton couldn't hold his jockstrap. That's how fast he was off the edge. Now, a lot I wouldn't of people put too saying, much, well, yeah, I wouldn't put too much well, stock into that. Well, I'll tell you this. The reason why I put stock into it is because he's going to be on an island, whether Mm. it's with the right tackle or the left tackle. They're not going to be asking him to stop the run. So I think in third down, long distance, you're probably going to see Bryce Huff lined up over the right tackle like they did so much last year and McDonald lined up over the left tackle. And if they get any type of interior pass rush, odds are, one of those two outside pass rushers is going to beat the guy that's in front of him. And McDonald, a lot of people are saying, well, he looks slender, but he's surprisingly strong for his size and his arm length. That's one thing that has stood out to fans that are at camp that keep talking about him. His arm length is ridiculous. If he gets slightly around his guy, he's able to reach over and go for the ball in the quarterback's hand. And that's something we saw so much in college was tackle struggled with that. Right. Um, I'm, I was more going with the fact that Beckton really hasn't played in, in two years. So he probably is really having to get his feet wet. Um, you know, he oh, did, he has then. had to, he has had to take a few breaks, um, because his knee has been, you know, he's had two surgeries on the same knee. So mm-hmm. just going up against Becton, I don't, I, I don't take too much stock into that. Cause I think Becton is pretty raw right now. Um, could be. Yeah. I, I just, you know, he did have to take a break in Twitter, you know, the, the Twitter trolls were killing him, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Like you have a guy that hasn't played in two years and has had two surgeries on one knee, like give, give him a break. All of Twitter talking about PD Italy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for PD. PD loves back then, but we all do. We all want the best for him. Cause at the end of the day, if he becomes a franchise left tackle this year and plays at that level, a, you could franchise tag them after this year. And B, it solves a giant issue because we thought coming into this year we were going to have a, a hole at the tackle position. Brown is old. Everybody thinks, oh, Brown's going to be here a year or two. Odds are this is Brown's last year 
Yeah. You don't want to go into, you know, if we don't win the Super Bowl this year, next year we're going to try to win the Super Bowl again. And you don't want to be going into trying to win a Super Bowl with a rookie left tackle. And not only that, remember, if, we don't ha- if we go we don't, deep, we're going to have a late draft pick. We're not going to have, we don't have a first pick of the litter. That's uh, true. We don't, we don't have a first round pick, pick anyway. So, so we're going to be late first, in the second. Yeah, our first pick's going to be in the 50s. Yep. You know, so odds are, you know, you need Mekhi Becton to work out now. If you've had a great season, am I going to pay him? No. Am I going to franchise tag him? Most likely, because i got to see it back-to-back years. But the guy is, without a doubt, from all accounts and all photographs, all video that we're seeing, he's definitely lost weight. He's locked in. And I expect him to have soreness here or there. I think it's unfair to expect a guy who's been training his ass off, clearly, to lose weight, to come into camp. And now, all of a sudden, 250 and 300-pound men he's going up to battle against and not be sore. But that's what camp's for. You ice yep. it, you get back together, you have you have rest days and such. So yep. that's what you know. That's what I'm looking forward to. I just want to see him start to string together some solid practices, and we'll find out really shortly. Yep. So other camp standouts: um, uh, <clears throat> Brownlee has been playing fantastic. McCall Hardman yep. has had some great great flashes. Um, Greg the leg can't miss a can't miss. So. Um, all, all in all, I mean, there's nothing. Here, Jeremy really Ruckert's having about. a very solid camp. I haven't heard much about about Ruckert, but yeah, he, I, where are you seeing that? I'm hearing that he may, they may consider him for that fullback type role. I know they got mm. Bowden in there, but it's like if you could have your third tight end take over that role, especially with the, the offensive line, I could see us trying to keep an extra tackle on this team, only because we saw what happened last year. God forbid. Mitchell gets another blood clot. Brown's coming off shoulder surgery. Becton's coming off knee surgery. Vera Tucker had the elbow surgery. Everybody's been injured on this offensive line. And from what I'm hearing right now, McGovern's taking first-team snaps, not Tittman. So that could change as camp goes on. But it looks like as of right now, McGovern might be starting at center. But obviously, there's plenty of time for that to change. But with all those injuries last year, I'm leaning toward maybe keeping a guy like Billy Turner on this roster, somebody who could play yeah. the swing tackle position as a backup to the backup, because I don't want to be looking on the waiver wire week three trying to protect Aaron Rodgers. We, you know, I don't want to lose perspective. Yes, is Aaron Rodgers a mobile quarterback? Yeah, but he's also 39 years old, and we don't want to have a banged-up offensive line. I want to have veterans back there. I don't want to be pulling guys off the scrap heat and off the street to try to protect my, our now franchise quarterback as we're trying to win a Super Bowl. Now with um, the Aaron Rodgers reworked contract <laughs> and um, the possibility of, of Davin Cook coming in, what do you think the odds are that they get Quan signed? I only think Quan's going to cost like a million. I just, you yeah. know what it is? Every I keep saying the same thing. Oh, bring Kawan in. But from the reporters that we talk to, it doesn't appear right now that the Jets are sold on bringing him back at all. Like, there's not even talk about it. I'm not saying it won't happen, but... And the more Sherwood really... plays, the more Sherwood plays well, which sounds like he's having a great camp, the less likely mm-hmm. they are to, to bring Right, they said mentally he is there like it is all there like he's put it together he's got this defense down the communications down but the reason why i would bring kawan in and this is like the catch 22 i'd want to bring kawan in because if one of our linebackers goes down we are very thin at that position but then again Mm -hmm. you need your fourth linebacker to be able to play special teams and is kawan alexander going to be flying up and down the field playing special teams on the punt return 
on the kick return, you know, vice versa, whatever. I don't know at this point in his career with some of the injuries he's had in his past. So I think he's the kind of guy that's waiting for an injury in camp, which we all know is going to happen at a couple teams. Happens every year. And he's going to try to capitalize on that. I also hear that he's looking for a specific number to get to in order to sign. And I guess no team's offering it right now. But that's not saying in the future, with an injury or two, he could get that number. And that's why Cook's not signed. Cook could say he wants to be a Jet or he wants to be a Dolphin all he wants. But he's he's still, he still number. wants his money. Yeah, he's got a certain number in his head until somebody reaches that number. And he's banking on potentially, you know, a big injury, too, for one of these teams. Let's face it. When uh, the Buffalo Bills running back went down this past week, everybody's linking him now to Buffalo. I don't know right. if Buffalo has necessary cap to get him. I got to go over those numbers. But they don't. Anybody who loses a running, anybody who loses a running back in the NFL right now, you're going to hear, oh, Dalvin Cook's possibility right away. Right. All right. So, um, the next time we talk, the next episode that we have, we're going to be basically breaking down the first preseason game because they play next week. Um, I am excited to watch the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I have my Klecko jersey on. I'll be wearing it uh, all week <laughs> waiting for that induction ceremony. Um but uh, I, as far as the preseason goes, I just just get through it without injuries. That's all I care about. That's it. I don't want to see. I don't, don't even dress Aaron Rodgers. Seriously, no. Nah, yeah, he's not going to play. No, put him in a polo. I'm looking, I'm looking let him sit up in let, sit up in a booth and just let <laughs> him watch. He does not need to play a single down. Um, and yes, I I, I do. I'm am excited to see a couple guys. Izzy especially. Yeah, is he Jermaine Johnson? You want to see that step forward? He's going to get snaps. I'm sure Will McDonald's going to get snaps. I could see. I don't think Huff's going to get a ton of snaps, but we'll see. Possibly Tipman in there for a long period of time. So you're gonna, you know, Tipman, another guy I'm not hearing much guys. about. Nah, he's getting second team snaps right now. I mean, yeah. we spoke about it in some of our offseason videos. I could see him potentially not starting, only because you probably want a guy who's got experience setting NFL protections under center, unless they're ridiculously smart, like Linderbaum was a couple of years ago coming out. And I also want to say one other thing to anybody who's watching this video. We have a couple of awesome guests lined up for this Wednesday on our live Twitter space. If you want to come check that out, myself and Paul Riley host Twitter spaces on at 7 PM live every Wednesday. We have different guests. You can come in and talk to them. We have Peter Schwartz at WFAN in last week. Very knowledgeable Jets fan. He's part of the family now. He comes on so much. But uh, we have a couple of guests. One guy, one of our guests works as a host on ESPN Radio who's coming up. We just confirmed him earlier today. And another one of them is one of our famous Jets YouTubers that uh, you all know very well. So come on in. Even if you're just going to listen, you don't have to speak your first time. You can just listen. I'll be sure to have the link post in the description of this video. All right. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Remember, our next episode will be breaking down the first preseason game. Uh, if you're new finally here, got some football. finally. So, guys, again, <laughs> if you're new here, please, please give us a subscribe. We're going to keep you up to date on everything going on with the team. Um, SeatGeek, this episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Use code JETCAST at checkout. Get $20 off your first purchase. Ray, anything uh, before we cut out? Stay safe, everybody. No injuries and no go injuries. kick some ass in Cleveland. No injuries. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Go Jets.